0: you may not control all the events that happen to you but you can decide not to be reduced by them a woman should be two things who and what she wants to be in life empowering thoughts isn't it at the onset of this international women's day we wanted to do something different something meaningful question is why do women need meaningful help let's look at some hard facts from our country According to a latest CFR report, and I quote, India among lowest in developing economies at 24% of female participation in the formal labor force. Well, interestingly, the latest catalyst research report on the India said, though women constitute 48.1% of the population, women account for only 19.9% in the total of formal and informal workforce in India. India's economy is growing despite this growth there is so much of lower participation of women and that is due possible Restrictive cultural norms regarding women's work, the gender wage gap and a lot many other things The story remains the same for corporate women too Only 3.7% of CEOs and managing directors of NSC listed companies in 2019 Less than 10% of the firms have still women in top management positions women account only for 13.8% of the board directors from listed companies in India and over and above all these numbers unsafe workspace has resulted in building an army of broken women concerns of personal safety security including fear of sexual harassment and many other so many reasons that are keeping the women away from the corporate world again the question arises are the companies doing so wholeheartedly are they helping women wholeheartedly is the law being followed and is the law helping women and supporting women on the ground today we launch a movement called hashtag v open up your heart and share your experiences with no fear no shaming no naming just your story your experience to inspire and uplift many broken women out there who need this from us the most today I very graciously invite you to hear the story of following courageous women who are coming to inspire the world, the world for good and make corporate world a better place to be in. Please help me and welcome to the most courageous panel discussion. In the history of the corporate world, Miss Shelly Tripathi, 19 years of rich HR and tech leadership experience, Miss Soumya is a learning and organizational development consultant from the United States and runs Soumya Trains LLC, Miss Indu Sharma, 18 years of diverse IT experience in HR, a mother of two beautiful kids, a strong woman who has learned that it's important to raise your voice. Anisa, 20 plus years of corporate HR hiring and recruitment experience in the niche of technology and Ms. Sitara Suresh Naidu, founder of the Millennium Hub, a global digital lifestyle magazine with experience of about more than 10 years in journalism.
1: Let's welcome them.
0: Hello everyone and a very, very, very warm welcome. I want to start with some very powerful line. This session that belongs to the women fraternity. Today is our day. I wish we could have this day every day in life. And the stories that we want to bring out today through this mission and the movement that we are starting and you all, I onboard you all as the founding speakers of the real movement that is starting from India Hashtag V2. Welcome, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. I, on behalf of everyone and you all can wish all the women out there who are struggling, working hard. We all know what our challenges are when we have to come out of our homes, you know, and we are striving hard to build our careers from those emotions. I want to start this session today where i strongly believe this is going to be doing three major things for all the women out there first when it comes to difficult situations moments or experiences in life and especially when we are out focused on building our career things like harassment sexual harassment i am very proud to say the panel discussion that is happening today has never happened in the history We all will make history by empowering other women and ensuring this Women's Day becomes the most memorable for so many women out there who probably are going through tough times. There is no school, there is no college, there is no school of thought that is teaching these things to our youngsters, to the younger generation. This panel and the founding speakers will create a school of thought for corporate life. That's our first mission. Our second mission through the hashtag V2 is to create a movement where people, where women, men, women both can come and talk about their experiences and look for the closure that they always have been looking for. And third, this movement needs to become a global movement of experiences. There is no naming and shaming. There is only real women, real men coming out strongly with their experiences and sharing with the world to empower the world and the third mission through this is to nudge the government, the authorities and tell them that probably the law is not doing what it is meant to do. The law is not able to give what it has been created for and hence these stories. So without much ado, let me welcome my first guest, Somya. Hi Somya. We, hey, we would love to hear your experience across the border and how you have dealt your corporate life and how empowered you feel after experiencing things. Yeah,
2: thank you so much. Thank you so much, Prunam, and uh so honored to be here today with uh, all the other powerful ladies around me just just the screenshot itself is so empowering i mean i'm i'm sitting in the company of so many people who are almost like sitting on the shoulders of so many people who are sharing these common stories today so thank you so much for having me um so i'm you know i'm an indian i'm uh, i was born and raised in uh bombay and um moved to United States uh, when I was in 2002, when I was about like um, for my graduate school for when I was like 22, 23 years old. What I want to share was the perspective uh, what we bring in uh, as women who are moving from one global society to another. Um, What I realized growing up, in Bombay and going, uh, taking, you know, public transportation and going to college uh, and doing this day, day in and day out, and many of you have done that or doing that uh, daily, that um, many types of harassments that happen uh, during that time, you start normalizing them. Um, things like um, uh, commenting on your clothing or how you walk or somebody nudging you or grabbing you in a public uh, train or a bus you it's almost that you become conditioned to uh, tolerate that because the other option is that you you can't stop going to college right you can't stop going to school so my realization when i moved to united states was that um was an eye-opening one because in the u.s um, these type of things that I thought was normal, which was so, which is so sad, uh, were not allowed, is harassment. And it was, and it was, um, and when you talk and, you know, in a university campus, there are people from other countries as well, other societies as well, many other women who are, you know, my classmates from all different places. And we would talk about these things, you know, once you become friends and, when i would say things like that they would look at me and they were like that's really sad what did you do and you and i would look at them and i said nothing we did we we actually tolerated this every day almost every day to an extent that but we don't think about doing anything No, we don't think like that exactly we be, we become so conditioned that we take it as a normal way of life which is which which That learned lesson came to me when I had to move thousands of miles away in a different continent. And the other eye-opening thing was during the Nirbhaya episode that happened uh, four or so years ago, right? And in, in New Delhi, I was reading all this, how the world was reacting to this. Again, it opened my eyes one more time. It nudged me, almost grabbed me internally. That, wow, we have all grown up like this, thinking that this was okay. And we were just, we were just getting by and tolerating it. And so, um, I think a lot of it, when you talk about harassment, um, so much of it is, um, is what the society and the culture allows us to do. And, um, doesn't doesn't uh, target the uh, the person who is perpetrator that this is wrong it and so we think that oh nudging and catcalling and somebody pushing you in the bus is okay oh at least he did not throw acid on me or at least she did not throw me out of the bus or whatever it was isn't that sad isn't that something to think about that uh, when you have to really think about things of in, to that level that, oh, at least I was not burned today uh, because this is not, you know, I'm still okay. This person only called me whatever and it was sexual in nature. So, so, uh, so that is essentially what it was, um, a realization for me. Um, but, um, but... It yes, has yes. been, Somia
0: when it comes to the working women.
2: What has it been as a working woman? I mean, so... <clears throat> What I I've been thinking about uh, this panel for the, the last few days since we have started talking about it, and um, what becomes really interesting is um, um, coming from an L and D perspective. I work in a learning and development field, and so we design training for sexual anti sexual harassment policies and things of workplace harassment policies, and what I have always realized and a a little bit like is cringeworthy is the amount of content that is so extreme in the training. Um, The pictures that are almost comical. Nobody, Nobody is hitting anybody in the rear end anymore at a workplace. And when you show things like that's harassment where somebody really calls you out in a sexual manner or grabs you in a sexual manner, that's harassment. But in 2021, that does not happen in the workplace. What happens is microaggression. What happens is an intersectional type of harassment, which you might find very uncomfortable experiencing with that person or in that group. You might feel that you're being hostile. You feel you don't want to go to that meeting anymore because, and but you still can't put your finger on it and also the expertise
0: that's also the expertise f- uh, that is now on the table of a sexual predator yes, you, know, you understand that they understand where the loopholes are they absolutely. understand where the periphery is and they understand okay. that it's really what you're saying it's really not just about that it's about so many things that as women you know constantly when you're going through something you experience yes
2: and. Absolutely. And as an and somebody who does L and D work, it always bothers me to 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 pinpoint that, you know, you know, training should be more like this. This is the conversation that we need to have at workplaces, not the extreme stock photos of people people feeling sad or people feeling angry. I mean that is just, that, that's not cutting it. That is not how we will make a progress in, I mean, this is how it will be to open up boundaries and have these vulnerable and sticky topics on the table. And, Thank uh, you so much, Sommel. Yeah. I think you
0: have set the stage right
2: Thank
0: for you. some of the, uh, this is a global perspective now and, and mm-hmm. some of the real, real, real life stories from the corporate world to come out today. So, may I request Shelly? Wow, when I look at your profile, you are 19 plus years of experience, a very rare talent from HR and technology, and all the laurels that are possible to be on somebody's resume. Shelly, please share with us today. This is your moment.
3: Thank you, Poonam. Um, I'm so uh, honored to be on this panel. Uh, with all of you and uh, was just you know whatever Soumya was talking and saying it was just resonating you know so deep because uh, you know she said in her uh, last few lines that um, in 2021 you don't have uh, uh, you know somebody actually groping you in a a corporate uh, workplace and uh, the type of harassment is actually very different and I would like to um uh, bring forth uh, one of my experiences in fact a very very traumatic experience I have to yet get out of it so um, sexual harassment and workplace harassment actually go hand in hand so let me put it like this um, what people know uh, patriarchy and sexism are still two most very important issues um, um, things that are going around in corporates, and if you're a woman, if you're a strong woman, you know your mind, and you want to, uh, and you have only one thing when you come to office. It's no nonsense. You're going to do your work, and and to the best possible um, uh, way and ways and means that you can. Uh, if you have the organizational objective and goals right in front of you, you can see through them, and you exactly know how to plan your work. Um, I think that's the only thing that should matter. But in my case, um, you know, I mean, I'm just consulting my notes because I still go numb when I talk about it. Um, I was doing very well in one of my stints. And uh, for me, it was a double stint that I came back after many years to the same company. Um, again, I I was promised something. I was given something. Um I became popular by virtue of my work. You know. uh, my status started being questioned whether I was married, whether I was single, you know. And um, not only that, I was asked to give favors. Why don't you come out for a drink uh, on, on in the evening? Or, you know, they would call me for meetings on holidays. Um, why? When I questioned why and they didn't like it, so... One led to the other. Then you know the, the questions got deeper. The um, harassment, if I were to say that, got deeper. And once I started putting my foot down and I said, "Look, I am not going to do all this," that's when and and very senior people in the organization they know the laws very well. They know the loops loophole, loopholes very well. So that's when it all started. And uh, um, and all of you would know that. Um, while you know, I have a very holistic experience from talent acquisition to learning and development. To I've done business HR, uh, but all of you wouldn't agree to agree with me that HR consulting, for example, is is a very different genre of work in HR. I mean, not everybody can be an HR consultant, and I didn't want to be that. I mean, so recruit. Uh, so my work started getting hampered. They would put me in one role or the other. They would give me dead projects one after the other. Thank God. I never gave up because I had a, I was breadwinner of the family. I had a child to take care of, and um, going back to my child, you know, with a very um, light heart was very difficult because every day it was becoming absolutely impossible for me to continue, and um, you know, in spite of being uh, given the best uh, performer award, a cash prize of. Uh, you know, certificate within just a few months of my joining because the business started to grow and people started becoming, there was retention reduced to uh, an 11% from a 24%. The cost to revenue ratio, did, I mean, really worked out very well. Um, people were more motivated. Then I was asked to chuck out people on the basis of their diverse uh, cultural um, Background, And I said, no, well, I mean, you know, I'm not going to do such a thing. I understand it is in the interest of the organization. So people don't want women to question. People don't want women to ask. And as I say this, I'm shivering because, you know, that's when it all started. And and they said that they started shifting me out of. uh, So it would be one office today and it would be a 60, 60 kilometer far office you Know the next day, and Shani that's how it went on. Your, Shani, did you
0: complain to your and uh, the IC committees who in the
3: organization? Yes, 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 I on. did, and that was a big farce because my complaint was against my head HR, who in turn reported to the CHRO, and they were all hands in ha- hand, in glove. And that's when it all I mean, and the CHRO knew exactly that he could pull strings, and he did, he did it very well. My, um son was alone in, in, in the house and I used to return home at 9, at 10 in the night because I had to travel for 2 hours in, 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 in that particular city that I was in and I would be making frantic calls to understand if my son is okay you know, once he didn't take the call and for 2 hours in the taxi, I was literally biting my you know nails, for what? just for being performing so well And that's when, you know, they gave me dead projects, a competency project, which I, and they very well knew that a competency project in this kind of an organization would not run because it was not, you know, the functions were not decentralized or centralized for that matter. So, but I, I still worked hard at it and I got it all up and running. So obviously they couldn't chuck me out. I did complain to the ICC. But the C.H.R. just dissolved, he didn't even allow my case to go to uh, the sexual harassment committee, the posh committee. And what actually connotates uh, as a sexual harassment thing? I mean looking down at your buttons and commenting on it, is it not sexual harassment? Looking even yes. further down, is it not sexual harassment? It is. Asking you your age, commenting that you look much younger and that you should go out with them for a drink, is it not sexual harassment? It is you know, patting you on your shoulder and just pressing it slightly there. How do you show that to the ICC committee? It is. That, you know, he actually pressed me here. You know, well, I had no what women is,
0: No women is walking around in any organization with cameras on. We are not
3: sting journalists. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, wrong insinuations. They said my documentation was not complete. I mean <laughs> ninety years in the organization I have certificates that are there. I have my uh, proper relieving certificates, my joining certificates. What do you mean my documentation is not complete? And when I when I answered to that they knew it was a lost cause. Then they started pulling strings. No, they supported
0: have, you from the organizations, Shelley,
3: because
0: even in see, the it IIT, was a CHR you're not supposed to be a part of it? No, to take
3: care of other women. No, it it was the group CHRO. You see, everybody, women did. the Other women, people, it's so sad that, you know, women don't stand up to each other. We don't stand up for each other. You know, and, and the other woman was, I was told by my boss, why don't you come and sit with me every morning, you know, in my room and give me a report. Well, I submit a report to you every evening before I leave for the day. And, you know, I write it down for you. And what sort of report do you want? You call me three times, four times a day. I mean, then why would I come to the office when nobody is there in the office and I would sit with you and do what? You know, but still, you know, once a week I would go. I did follow my protocols. I did respect him for the for his position. And then my roles were changed. Wrong insinuations were made. I was isolated at work. I was rebuked, you know. And then finally, you know, my I was, as I said... I couldn't take it anymore. I was threatened. I couldn't take it anymore. So the first job that came my way, I just took it up without even... It was a big risk. Because, you know, uh, and and I had to pay a very heavy price for it. My child and myself, we were separated. Because of this particular job, my child had to, um, you know, go to a hostel for one and a half years. And I know how I live without my child. You know, that particular organization owes me an apology if nothing else. You know, two years, he that CHRO threatened me that you will not get a job. And he's made sure because every job application has to go through a proper ref check. And that man out there must be pulling strings. Otherwise, every day for the last two, two and a half years, I have been applying to almost, uh, you know, I've been making at least 15 to 20 applications um, every day. Where does it get stuck?
0: Somebody is listening to this. I really. Are you it saying it's been two years? A talented yeah. woman leader like you is without a job.
3: Yeah, my father passed away in my arms. He went away with a very uh, he went away a very unhappy man. His last question to me on his deathbed was, "Did you get a job? Did you get a job, Luggy? Why should I go through this?" Is this country do this to its women, and then we are talking about women empowerment? If it has been harrowing, it has been
0: harrowing. Shelly, we all are with you. And this—if this is the day for women, then I am sure somebody is listening. Somebody will trust who you are. Somebody will trust your talent and uh, I'm sure somebody will come to you saying that we need a talent like you who just wants to deliver for the work and the organisational goals I, I, I think I'm, I'm, um, I'm equally disturbed to know what you expressed uh, what you mentioned what you went through I don't think any woman really deserves to be going through this and anybody on the other side whoever he or she is has the power to treat another human being like this so I hope hashtag B2 brings the parity the the human element back in humans I think the power makes people feel like they are God and they and and they believe that the, the worst part is they believe they are Gods so probably this panel and all the stories will shatter all the incorrect feelings that people with power today have and bring the human back to how we should be treating each other wherever we are, however we are. Everybody is trying hard to achieve something in life, and we need to respect that. With this, I'll move on to Hindu. Indu, again, a senior professional from the industry with a very varied experience. I have already described about all her achievements in life, and she's here to smash patriarchy and not just that, to smash and give empowerment to lot of women who will be listening yeah. today. Hindu Om Yeah.
1: Omad. yeah, thank you everyone and I'm really honored to be here on this panel. So I have my own like you can share of stories. And, uh, you know, the problem is like what I really uh, agree with what Shelly and uh, Soumya said that uh, this office harassment and sexual harassment, they're close related, you know, and sometimes it's really hard to differentiate between these. So um, there are many cases like uh, I'm working since 97 July, you know, just after my graduation, I started working and uh, there are many phases like starting from a junior programmer, then moving ahead in the ladder. So many experiences, in fact, experiences uh, like uh, somebody staring uh, at your clothes, and you know yours, and or, or in fact in front of you sizing these skirts of other girls, you know. So that time, in fact, I used to feel really feel uncomfortable. Why he is or she is doing that? Even she. Why they are doing it, you know, and what do you mean now, by sizing
0: the skirts in the? I do like not
1: understand. Yeah, it is, it's about like okay, it's near. Yeah, it's about meet- the in a Meeting in
0: a professional meeting.
1: Oh yes, on the professional meeting on the office floor, you know that. Uh, so so in fact, now I think I should have objected that that of time, because yes. even even just being part of it, just listening or uh, what they're talking about is is again. I think. That way, I contributed to that kind of harassment. So, 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 okay. So, uh, I've like I've worked with many as I said, many kind of professionals, few very good ones as well. Like, in fact, I worked for uh, Indian Navy as a contractual employee for a couple of couple of years, and it was an excellent uh, environment. It was, you know, I've seen that. What do you mean by the equal opportunities over there? But corporate, <laughs> you know, but corporate is a bit different you know a why do you of... say so why do you
0: say
1: so human being <laughs> making... thing. <laughs> you know uh, uh, okay you know uh, I'll tell you a couple of experiences of mine I, there was one senior of mine like with who, to whom I went to for, for something to discuss about you know let's I said let's sit and discuss about it so single statement said karo, like, so what he's trying to tell like what he's trying to say you know, this is this is just one. It's a casual statement of the person. You know, and, and I'm not the only one. Then I then I heard about the stories that this is the statement he, you know, he speaks to every girl. Right. Second thing is um, in one of, uh, in, uh, another another uh, episode is like when I was talking about you know I'm pretty good in the trainings mentorship and all. You know? So I'm uh, so in I quite aggressive as well. This is what is I've been labeled as. You are an aggressive woman. So, in one of the. What do you mean by
0: an aggressive woman?
1: Outspoken. That is not acceptable. All leaders
0: are supposed to be outspoken. I think it's a quality.
1: It's a quality. You can be a leader. Now, now the thing is, it is a quality what they really look for, but this is a quality what they don't accept. (laughs) Right? that so, is very uh, confusing you yeah, so now, trying
0: to say when somebody is interviewing they would
1: look for this quality right it is okay. a quality correct right but right. the moment you come you part of their group yeah and you start speaking it's no more a quality it's no more a quality it's no more a quality it's something uh, we don't want to have an aggressive women in our group you know you speak I was like what I, you know I, I'm, I'm a leader in your group I'm not supposed to talk, right? I'm not supposed to express. Just because I'm, I'm just uh, not agree on few points of yours, right? And you have your mind to speak. Yeah, right? definitely yes. We definitely are educated
0: definitely. women. We will yeah. have viewpoint, right?
1: Right. So I was, I was uh, with a very good brand, very good brand for a couple of years, and uh, you know people actually uh, really. Look forward to be associated with that brand. So I was reporting to a person. So in one of the meeting, um, actually, okay, in one of the meeting, he said that uh, you know, Hindu, I asked him like, what is my progression now, right? Because I we worked a lot for a couple of years now. Like, what is the path? So he said, you know, you know, Indu, women are not skilled enough to move ahead in the ladder. I said, uh, what? So, no, no, no. Women are not skilled enough. You know, they have their own responsibility at the home. They are not, not skilled. So that was it. So that they realized. No, I know. i
0: say that women are not skilled sit. enough to? They are not skilled.
1: Perfect. This is the line. This is. The is line.
0: this the reason that because of this mentality, you just have some very small percentage of women who are sitting in the leadership position as CEOs of the companies?
4: <laughs> this is, this a is reality? What?
0: The people that, that this is the way
1: you know that is why are... I always say when I like I've been part of many initiatives as well in past I said do, don't hire women if, you're, if your culture is not supporting it but what about have diversity a and inclusion then? I said that's all together very it's story. all to a different story we'll talk about with that too but that's the do day I believe, decided do you believe diversity
0: and inclusion is something that is done from the heart
1: and <laughs> you know as I, as, as I always believe uh, <laughs> women hiring women's leader are not your trophies they are there to work right they are not your trophies they are not their numbers like we have so, so many percentage of women on leadership position is not your trophy they are there because they are imp- they are capable they are skilled enough they have relevant experience let them work right don't claim it Don't claim it because everyone knows the inside story. Yes. Right. So, Indu, when you were going through, I can just imagine somebody telling
0: you right on your face that women are not meant for going up. I mean, uh, I I cannot imagine what you would have thought because it is clearly telling you that this is it. You did not It was a shocker for me.
1: Uh, You know, Puja, it was a shocker for me. How did you deal with such emotions, and
0: and why don't you tell the younger generation because? It is a reality in the corporate world, right?
1: It what would you? Is. How
0: did you deal with such emotions?
1: So I, after that, I tried to my seniors, I tried to a few HR representatives, but there was no action from their end. Nothing happened. Nothing, nothing happened.
0: Did you, you know, plan to approach IC formally?
1: I was, I was not aware about that. I was not aware about that at that moment of time you were not aware that, aware that there, was no, there was no complaints oh, no, no 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 you were not aware of the email IDs or who to reach and everything over there really? and I'm talking about a very big brand trust me
0: that is as per the law the law commands the organizations and that's why the but law is like, but law is marketing. not
1: but the thing is Poonam, law is not monitoring Yes. right right to know the law, you have to make people aware.
0: And that's what I think, Sonia, you just said this, that in your training programs, right? You just mentioned that there is no awareness about what the law is. Is the onboarding having any kind of a thing which is related to making people aware?
2: Yeah. So, uh, no, I mean, um, in the U.S., Uh, They do have, during the onboarding and when you're doing the induction of a new hire, uh, you do have to uh, do, uh, undergo the training for, they call it the EEO training, Equal Opportunity. Um, So that's an American um, from the 1960s civil rights. Uh, That's the... Yeah. They kind of clubbed all of the different types of uh, harassments and made it into an EEO. And so most most people who are working, uh, they will have some training where they are made aware of their rights and the policy of the organization. Uh, where do they stand? Every every organization that has 15 employees or more has to abide to that EEO policy. That's a federal law. And um, and there are also those um, uh, vehicles in place, tools in place that if you think that you're harassed, you can go to A, B and C at your department level, there should be a representative at the uh, senior level, there should be a so, representative Sorry. and so this on is
0: something, mm-hmm. Sonia, this is something that is told to employees explicitly so that they are aware of no. it. what India is trying to say is that employees are not even aware that there is an IC and they can go up
2: I know and I'm, I'm I'm very surprised as well when uh, Indu mentioned it that probably um, it gets lost somewhere in those gazillion training trainings yeah, that yes. we do when we are when we are hired, right? I agree. Agree. So which person was writing down that they're going to get sexually harassed? Let me just write that down on my notes I because I'm going, my to get, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to get harassed six months from now. So you know, we're yeah, not know, going yeah. to do that. So um so yeah, so I no I agree with you, Indu. And uh those things might be hidden somewhere on some training, but yes. they're not in the forefront, they're not highlighted. Not in the yeah. 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 In fact, so I, as I told as I as say. I said
1: that I reached to one of the HR representatives as well, in fact my own seniors as well. I've stated them everything. They said no, this is sad, but that was it. That is it. after a couple of months then I moved on. But another this another part of it then after few uh, then after you know a few days I interviewed another very good brand and they asked me uh, they they, first of all they just shared my own CV on the uh, you know screen and they said uh, and highlighted my that experience and they said why you uh, left this uh, organization in uh, you know in so many years and months Uh, so I said because uh, that culture was not I didn't like you know, I didn't like the culture of the organization yeah. or like the people around so they, they didn't like this answer you know, they then asked me to elaborate it Yeah. but everybody wants to be there, why you left so, there must be some reason then I told them the story and that was it, they, they, then there was a pause after that Yeah. so even if the problem is, even if you raise your voice even did if you get people, hired by the same organization
0: mm, who listened to no. you?
1: no so, no no there's a pause
0: point. yeah there's a pause and, pause and
1: that means they've decided not to go with this this woman
4: okay because you know, you, you were honest
1: to mention what exactly exactly so they even the acceptance of those women who are vocal about these things or share of their very. experiences is not at all there you know so what somya is saying that trading the email id everything is good but that's yeah. only because there's a law there's a law yeah
0: True. right great thank you Indu Let's hear it from Anissa. I think she has a lot to tell us and something that'll be very hard hitting I'm very sure Anissa, we would want to we would want you to tell us
4: Thank you Poonam for giving this opportunity uh, in fact I myself I feel so proud to be part of this group as if you know uh, the main reason for us to be, together and uh, give some uh, message to the world, in fact, you know, that uh, proudness, I am feeling it today. Uh, to be very honestly speaking, before I speak out, whatever I wanted to get that pleasure or, you know, whatever uh, I was missing or I was punished for, today, believe me, I would uh, sincerely like to thank you that even though we couldn't get what we wanted in our earlier organization, you gave that opportunities to at least express and uh, what we wanted even though we didn't get, we got it today thank So you, I sincerely thank you, thank you for organizing hashtag
0: #B2. That's the mission of Hashtag V2 you, exactly. you all are, are the founding speakers and this has this wave has to go ahead now So I am so happy that you said
4: that, thank you Exactly Poonam. Uh, to talk about myself I have got around 20 years of experience And uh, basically I am a Bangalorean married to a Kashmiri I am a Brahmin married to a Muslim So uh, the community, yeah, I had to take a stand right from uh, the the religion and the region because I'm a South Indian married to a Kashmiri, so I had to go personally, you know, ups and downs, but because of my nature, adaptability, uh, you know, that uh, nature I have within, I could sustain. So that is where I thought that when I could sustain in my own personal life, why not in professional? And that's where I realized that you have to watch it out. Okay, so that was my success during my uh, one of the biggest company in this world now. You know, I had I had a really beautiful journey for around eight to nine years. Uh, the day when unfortunately, uh, unfortunately a lady herself came into my professional life where I had to Face all these problems with uh, Somya coated or Indu coated or Shelly coated. I never wanted to quit from that particular company. I was doing absolutely good. I was champion in anything and everything. Right from getting the bringing the business to the closure, I was known for it. But that was not seen. That was not considered. It's only because I was outspoken. I was pointing out where things had to go wrong. I was observing Somya's point. I was champion in onboarding process and, uh, you know, executions. So I used to say that this should be the major concept for newcomers. It can be from experienced or a fresher. You need to explain what is good and bad or where you need to really raise your voice. Your email ID should be displayed. The contact number should be given. You won't believe the top leaders used to come and say, Hey, Anisa, what are you saying? You are giving an opportunity for an employee to raise voice, which will be against us. You cannot do this. Don't introduce this in onboarding. This is not acceptable in India. Don't think that whatever you are saying, it is going to be approved. Even though we appreciate what you are saying. You know, whatever suggestions I used to give, it was appreciated. Wow, Anissa has brain. Anissa comes up with a lot of uh, good ideas and stuff like that. But when it comes to approval, one other reason, our own women's group, they used to criticize and say no. Okay, I was the one in in the corporate world used to say you should leave the person to wear what they want. Okay, you need you come to the office to work not to see what you're wearing, right? But that was not acceptable. So every stage where I had the power to bring changes in the world in terms of helping uh, both women and men, it was not accepted. Okay, so that was one of my problem which I had. I was going through every time, you know, when there was a group of discussion, uh, slowly, gradually I started becoming mum. I used to feel myself that I lost identity. If someone used to say, yeah, Lisa, you talk about yourself or you tell me your experience. I used to say, I used to think, should I have to say this? If I say this, I don't think this person is going to accept. So for me, uh, Poonam to quote this whether it is me too or now we are going to launch our V2 okay everyone would come to you on the table would want to say something but we need to uh, encourage people to accept it yes right the day the day whether it is in India or any part of the world the day the person accepts what you are saying that day you feel the difference I have gone through very, very bad stages in my professional life, which impacted my personal life very badly. Even now, I'm not able to come out of the trauma which I have gone through. Every day morning when I get up, I only dream, even though I'm successfully sustained and started my own business, I still want to work for the company. That pleasure, that happiness is something else. Getting up in the morning, you feel proud. You feel that, you know, okay, you have done something and you are going to do something. Age is never a a problem for me, but unfortunately, the age itself has become a problem to me. You won't believe, as you were saying, at the time of interview, they would look for all qualities in the world to carry that particular position. But when you sit on the chair, okay, then they compare you with a person who has got just a couple of years of experience. And when there is a group discussion, you are not given a chance to even talk. I used to feel, am I uh, am I compared with an intern who has just joined in? Her suggestions are more valid than me. Then what am I doing here, right? Uh, Shelly or uh, Indo was saying, uh, one of the pointers that they were moved from role to role. I was given, you won't believe, I carry a rich a recruitment experience, okay? Well, uh, in one of the international companies. But I was forced to go to a PA role for one and a half years. Oh my God. I was literally, I was literally doing calendar work for one and a half years. And believe me, as Shelley said, I didn't give it up. I said maybe I will learn something out of it. I learned coordination, I learned time management, I learned how to do, uh, you know, anything and everything being a, a PA. But it, it never. I, I did not have a dignity of labor. But I always used to feel like, why am I putting uh, this role? More than that, next day when I go to the office, my own colleagues, my own closest friends in the professional, uh, you know, uh, place, they used to say, Anissa, so something has gone wrong with you. That is why they have put you here. You know, so
0: this, so is, I, this is to put a thought in your head, right? A psychological thought that the problem yeah, is in you.
4: Yeah. Not only, not only a thought. They tried all possible ways to let me leave the job okay let me leave the job i i holded it for it that for 13 years punam 13 years believe me i was i was shocked i was taken away when shelly said that uh um, i was detached with my uh with my son for one, one and a half years right that day believe me since it is a women's forum a major i would like to say my daughter got first period and i was not allowed to come home to see that's where I decided no. And I believe me, I strongly now feel that no means no. It, it is not necessary. You have to be okay, harassed. Sure. You have to be ashamed. You have to be God forbid anything very bad happens to you. Then only no is a very strong word. Even in a simple language when you say no, one should accept that no. One should respect that no. True. That is what I went through. And the Did same- you go
0: around Anisha talking about it like your allies or people? How how was the support system like? Usually, when there is a kind of an outcast of someone because someone is outspoken, right?
4: Yes, did, did I you, was. I did, I did. I did. Uh, uh, fortunately, in our company, we had a proper system. Unlike uh, uh, the other companies, we had a recording system, we had email system. Everything was done in a systematic, process way but when you complete it even though they say it is very secret no one would get to know but the moment you complete the conversation and come to your desk within half an hour's time your own boss calls you into the room and say hey tell me we got to know you have gone for a recording did you complain about me i am sure you would have told about and me this and this fails the law. law and this fails the law. law yeah and you can't even say yes or no and unfortunately because of my boldness one day i lost it i said yes I have complained about you and these are the reasons I have complained about you right so unfortunately some set of people you know tag corporate as bad place it is not that everyone are wrong in the corporate place it is not that every seniors are wrong but because of few elements few people in this uh, uh, place you know makes you dirty makes you feel dirty and unfortunately, after moving out from the industry, I felt that, okay, the industry where I was in, probably that that industry itself is like that. Let me change my industry and go into different industry and see. And I did that. I took a change and, uh, you know, challenge in my career and I went to another industry. Maybe because I'm very upfront, very honest, during my interview, I happened to tell the reason why did I leave and that became my problem.
0: So this, I'm and listening for the second time. That is what exactly into you said. That the moment you are honest and you say that this is what yes. you are, then you are tagged that you are tagged as a problem child, right? Yeah, yes, right. I'm
4: very aggressive in terms of work. I'm very obedient. I need accuracy in reports. When they appreciate, wow, Anisa is good. But when you ask for the same data from your own uh, colleagues, they say, Anissa, you can't expect everyone to be 100. Take it as it is. You know. For us, no holidays, no nothing as such, because I was available. I am a person, okay, you call me at 20, uh, 24 hours, I'll take it up. They take that liberty to call me for anything. But by chance, after 6 o'clock, if you call, it used to go against me that being a child, how can she call me? Right? So harassment, punam doesn't mean sexually, physically, talking about your dress code, no. Yeah, to add on to that, I was even asked not to attend meetings, major meetings outside because I was not dressed according to their taste, their way of things. I was not attending, you know, late night parties. That became a problem to me. Are
0: you saying that not socializing because you have a family is a deterrent for your career success? Are we trying to say that?
4: i don't i i don't even want to say uh, family okay it is your priority yes. okay i want to choose my company if i am in the office for 9 hours that is dedication and i need to be there which which you can demand for after 9 hours or 10 hours it is my wish whether i want to be with office people with my parents or anywhere else in the world or yeah. i want to be myself uh, you know alone
3: absolutely
4: yeah, we being professionals, we may not get time to chat in uh, you know social media because we are busy, we are dedicated, and we give the time. And late evening, in case if if one of our colleague gets to know that we are chatting in whatever the social media, next day it becomes a topic in the office, saying, "Wow, Anisa, please late night chatting in the social media, talking about XYZ things." But she doesn't I mean, come S- for office parties. Yeah, she she doesn't, she doesn't come. come yeah see she goes to another party i can see her uh, you know drinking or whatever but she refuses in front of us that means she doesn't like us there is some problem how do you convince that right so punam what i say today is for the younger generation especially and in fact i should say that nowadays younger generations are much better they speak it out yes they speak it out in our days or even yes maybe it is an education that they get through or because of the social media or they are now they are you know groomed in that way or they are Anita, seeing their mothers Thanks mother. to the
0: mothers like, like who are sitting on this panel thanks to mothers like exactly. you and all the mothers right
4: Exactly that's what I am saying either they are seeing their mother or father whichever the parent or they get to hear about the stories yeah. now they are I am very happy that they come up with certain things they speak it out now and one more thing Poonam if you observe in any organization the way they treat elder people or the aged uh, employee the way they treat younger generation is different the way they communicate uh, you know uh, the whatever the content is different to them when it comes to uh, experienced people the code what they say hey look we understand you are very adjusting person hey look we know that you you carry that experience that you know you understand what we are trying to tell you they are youngsters so we have to deal with them like that you better you learn that you know so i mean if you ask me from this day v2 to next year v2 the topic will continue on the experience as experience can flow like anything in that matter poonam many of women have proved in this covid time they managed office as well as home oh, yes in spite yes. of seeing this in spite yes. of seeing this and I, I really this want to say for all in those spite women of in seeing us this who, who could do this
0: so this clap is for everyone yes, out there. Yes. yes <laughs> i like yeah. that yeah in
4: spite of that i'll yes. tell you your own home people do not appreciate the fact that You have your calls. You can lock your room and you can take the call. There will be a call coming out saying, hey, can you give me just a cup of tea and then take your call. That's the
0: love of the family. (laughs) So that's the love of the family.
4: (laughs) Exactly. But what I'm trying to say here is that women are capable enough to handle any kind of pressure in the world. Any kind. Any kind. But unfortunately, if it is not seen, if it is not... Uh, you know, accept it. For me, the acceptance is very, very important. Until hope, you embrace we hope the that problem, we
0: change the world. That's why these chatters are happening. We hope that a lot of people will listen to it. We hope that sexual predators will get it right. That there are stories coming out, and people will express, and especially women. And this gender is not going to be just sitting mum. As you rightly said, the younger generation is much more vocal, and the younger generation know they know they are right very well. So maybe uh, what has happened with the Millennials will not go ahead for the Generation Z but yes with this thank you Anisa. let me go to the Generation Z that is sitting here the media mogul yes Sitara why don't you share your media spicy stories with us and tell and not just the spicy stories you know and tell us that uh, what gave you the courage to become an entrepreneur the good and the bad I think the learning is the good and it is coming stemming from both good and bad and what as a young entrepreneur right, I am very proud of you, Uh, tell us, tell us everything and how would you want to inspire the world today
5: Sure, first of all I would like to begin by wishing everyone a happy women's day and this is the right way we are celebrating by voicing out our opinions and uh, this won't have been possible without Poonam and we too so thank you so much for coming out with something such uh, inspiring uh, you know forum for all of us Uh, secondly I'd like to uh, pass on my gratitude and sympathies to all my fellow panelists I've heard listened and this is I mean all of this just makes me angry you know I am a frustrated young woman right now so irritated, so frustrated but uh, you know we don't know where to go and uh, and the worst part is every woman that's watching us right now is there snapping her fingers clapping and saying yes I've gone through this, yes we stand together but there is no exit from this so through this panel and through such more such panel discussions I hope there is an exit to this where we have a paradigm shift where few years down the lane I wish people are watching this video and saying hey wow you know we are now in a world where the world is different and safer and uh, Anisa, a personal apology from my generation to yours. <laughs> <laughs> setting you aside, I'm so sorry. I promise I'll make you a cup of coffee when you come home, and <laughs> we will not have a generation gap. So no, no, no. Please don't
4: say that, because I have a daughter of your age. That's amazing. So I, I, I see both the you know uh, flip every time. So don't worry. But I would love to come and have a cup of tea in
5: your place. Yes, please. <laughs> So, where do I start? First of all, I think I envy each one of y'all because you come from corporate organizations with, uh, you know, a system which has a functioning HR, uh, which has people that you can go to. Of course, they're not approachable. That's the second thing. But, you know, you have an option like that. But I come from the media, and uh, my experience goes about ten years in media. And uh, I think as women, our battle starts from the time we've been conceived in our mom's womb and people know that we are women Uh, from female feticide to being sexually abused by your own relatives or your caretakers and then you go out to the world trying to achieve something and then you know the workplace is just dragging you down so in the media if you are a fresher and you get into the media the first thing is you do not get recognized immediately so to even get a byline it takes more than a year, your first byline on uh, the newspaper, takes more than a year and behind this goes a lot of sorry, a lot of ego rubbing and uh, um, a lot of uh, trying to prove yourself as a woman, trying to show that you are worthy to cover the news as equal as someone from the opposite gender trying to say that a woman can be a journalist and uh, I'm here telling you that a generation apart that nothing has changed from yours to mine I'm sorry we as women are still uh, objectified in all possible ways be it advertisements as what we see be it Bollywood numbers be it even a casual banter with friends we women are uh, you know questioned and by God forbid, if you get the right answer in a quiz, then wow, <laughs> she knows her uh, you know, general knowledge, wow, a woman is intelligent, that's surprising, so these are snarky comments that we hear on a daily basis, uh, so the media is uh, still kind of dark, you know, we have no place to go, we have no one to say that uh, I am a woman and I am facing these issues because the second we say this they will tell us that I am sorry your gender doesn't count here because you are here to make a career so if you are here to make a career you need to deal with all of this because uh, tomorrow I can send a boy to the same report and he can finish it faster than you so these are the things that we get to hear so even if we voice out saying you know I'm experiencing something like this Uh, our efficiency is questioned as opposed to our gender and our capabilities and speaking about a personal experience, I had this one uh, senior colleague. So this person is well established in the organization, right? Uh, there was no way for me to avoid uh, speaking to him because this happened on a daily basis. So according to this person, he would never recognize anyone, any woman with her face, because the first thing he would look at is uh, our dress, right? So we are standing right in front of him, giving him reports, asking him to do something, and his eyes are straight at our breasts and trust me the first week I experienced this I thought this was really you know annoying and irritating and I even at one point told him that uh, I'm sorry sir but my face is here it's not there can you look at my face This is making me uncomfortable and after that I went about asking my fellow colleagues telling them that you know I'm, I'm experiencing something like this and it's really embarrassing it's, I don't know if, if there's something wrong with me that he's staring me out there or uh, you know, is there anything I can do about it and you know female colleagues said yeah that's how he is you know we've tried I mean nothing can happen it's, it's probably his DNA issue and they just laughed it off so when I went to my seniors they said I'm sorry where are the dupatta? Try to cover yourself because that's how he, he is. And um, you, so we didn't have someone, uh, a, a cell or a group of people that you can go to and speak to them confidentially, complaining about it and saying, See, this is what I'm going through. Because tomorrow, if something like that happened and I went and told someone you will become the talk of the organization everyone in the publication will know about you everyone will start shaming you and saying oh wow we've all experienced this but none of us had the courage so are you trying to make a statement here you know and the same well-established seniors will look at me and say that we've dealt with something like this for so many years you think you can come and make a change like seriously what are you thinking so you have so no, talk about
0: normalization here. Talk about normalization. Yeah. Because somebody exactly. if we are talking about people who are the highs and the mighties of the organization, and it exactly. is normalized on the floor that this kind of a behavior that falls into a criminal sexual harassment because somebody is making you uncomfortable, right? Talk about normalization.
5: And, it, and the best part is uh, the, the head of HR will know your boss so your boss knows about what's happening and then you're, you know it's, it's messed up and uh, the media is extremely well connected so one publication uh, chucks you out gives you the pink slip then your career is ruined you know you're never going to get a job in any other places so if you're dealing with harassment you need to understand all of these things if you're trying to enter the media you need to know that you are a woman you cannot voice your opinion you cannot tell people that you are uncomfortable because you will be considered weak so after this I couldn't take this anymore so of course I moved to a different organization and there nothing was any different because here I was asked to dress well and walk around in the office so we can attract better clients to our companies because apparently I was the face of my company here again my knowledge, my intellect, my experience none of this was counted it was just me as a woman you know it's it's just me so if, if I'm a woman like Indu said we're just trophies that's all they want to show. If Even if they want to show that they have an inclusive, diverse culture in that organization, they will only get women to show the ratio on the paper and say, you know, see, we have both women and men. Here, we're all working perfectly fine. But ultimately, every woman in the organization know why we were hired there for only to show that we are women and only to show that the world is moving forward while every day we're just going back, you know, going back to Cayman times. I think uh, from the stories that I've heard back in caveman age women were more dominant than how we are now (laughs) so and you know every step of the way in our lives and I have personally been sexually abused as a child right? so to come from that that trauma, to come out to a world and still have hope in the world thinking that, you know, I can make a stand, I can make a career, I can be that woman that will support other women and, you know, grow together and then here again, you're dragged down every step of the way. It's stereotypes that surround you as a woman, the fact that People can think they have the right to have an opinion about you, about what we wear, about where we can go, what we can eat, what we can drink, how we look like, what we can speak, what not we should, what time we get back home. I mean, these are the kind of stereotypes that are just shuddered upon women so much that we are, you know, we're, we're tied by shackles. It's very difficult for us to break through these shackles and come out. So... But you have done that,
0: Sitara. I am proud of you. The whole panel is very, very proud of you. This is only for you to break the shackles and become an entrepreneur. How many women have the courage to do so? I am sure what you have gone through, somebody would just cry, get depressed, sit inside a room and ruin their life. We are so
5: proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much and this is exactly what influenced me. This is what inspired me. It did not drag me down because my dad did not raise a coward. I know Uh, that for sure. So, I did not go down and this is why I came out of the system. I fought the system, came out, started a publication on my own and the only thing I state to all my reporters today, to my family today is that you are not alone. We are together. I have ensured that we have free mental health consultation for every single reporter in my organization. Because Actually, this is what we need. It's not about your pay package. It's not about the perks you get. It's not about your parties. It's not about anything. I'm it's sorry. It's not how you are treated. As exactly. A being. It's about the mental support you get. It's about saying that we are a team. I'm not your boss. I'm not, I do not own you but we are one and yes. we need to walk this path together. We need to grow holistically together. This is what we are looking at. So this you are is- so inspirational Sitara. You are so inspirational.
1: Indeed, indeed,
5: right. Really in the
0: interest of time and thank you so much Sitara for thank you. everyone. I mean each story is so unique. Each and every points that everything that you said it I believe it came from the heart and it is so important not only for any generation but every every each and every single woman out there who's listening who's who's watching this it, it is going to create something in someone's life and that is the motto of hashtag v to in the interest of time uh, just imagine when, when there are so many women together they can really really pull off such a big show and we have so much to talk. Um, The one very pertinent question or something that that can, we all spoke about our experiences but how do we create difference in the world? The authorities that are watching this, what is their takeaway? Is there any appeal that each one of you would want to make? I would want you to make an appeal so that Mm -hmm. This is the reality and this is our wish list, this is our appeal to the authorities and not just the authorities, this is our appeal to, as you rightly said, Sidhara and, and you mentioned Anisa. there are so many dignified leaders who we look up to, the corporate world is full of them, but there are people who use their powers in the wrong fashion And and we as women, if we come across such people, we are troubled we are brought down, our dignities are questioned and hampered and it is not just about you leaving a job and coming back home, Anisa, I can go through your feelings when you said every single day when you are up you have those traumatic you know feelings, subconscious emotions that are troubling you because your prefrontal cortex the rational brain mm-hmm. is never going to give you the peace that you must get I hope we all get the peace by appealing to the HRs of the world, to the CHROs who are the flag bearers of health, mental health, and of course, health in totality for their employees. Um, you must make an appeal today so that it reaches everyone out there who's watching you. though we will start with you. What is your appeal? to the corporate
1: yeah. world, to the CHRO CEOs and of course, the governmental authorities. Yeah, mm. so uh, like I, I would uh, I would say that more awareness is required. Just like Soumya uh, also said that in fact, uh, Anisha also said that it's not only uh, you know, on while the time of onboarding you really? just make them aware, give them email ID and they, they can't remember. In fact, I I, I wasn't even aware there is some group called IC is the organization, what is the email ID, how to reach them who are representative this is one thing more awareness of towards the second thing is more awareness of these processes to the HR representatives to the HR fraternity itself you know the lowest level because this is my f- whenever I see anything going wrong I'll just go to the first HR spot of my group right instead of you know mm-hmm. finding another group I'll just go to them so I'm mm-hmm. not even sure are they aware of this or not I know employees is one story what about the people within the HR group right so, more awareness is required at that end as well and, and the most important part is like I think I made a mistake, I was a bit hesitant, I moved out of that organization,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know but now I think I should have done that. So, I, I would request, in fact I request all of my fellow female fraternity, women fraternity mm-hmm. incorporate and everywhere else please don't feel hesitant. Yes. Please don't do that.
2: Thank,
1: thank you me. yeah thank, thank you me. and very happy
4: we missed it to everyone yeah
0: thanks we we'll move on to anisa what is your
4: appeal uh punam uh, first appeal would be uh you know acceptance when someone speaks it out one should accept it so yeah. the acceptance even it can be your own family members your uh, immediate colleague immediate friends Then it comes to Next Level or HR Spock or your uh, heads of the company. But uh, awareness of the acceptance, how courageously you can encourage the person to speak it out. So, until you give that platform, you give that comfort zone to a person that you can, you please speak it out. We are there for you. A shoulder is given to you. You know, once the confidence level comes to any men or women, then the experience of whether it is bad or good, it will come out. Otherwise, we only talk about hashtags and you know come out with a lot of different uh, platforms, but we are not giving that confidence level. That is where that is what is missing. So, this is something which I expect that once we launch this week, uh, you know, hashtag uh, V2, people should be happy to listen to others and give suggestions or solutions. Yeah, advisory committee in every organization. Should be a, should be an important division it has to be part of the any any organization without which they should not be given any licenses and in any company since I am from recruitment background exit interviews are very very critical. you have to record each and every you know pointers that the employee talks about and a severe action should be taken on the you know uh, rest of the uh, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exit interviews are taken very casually in a- every organization the moment you put on your paper. Yeah. They only talk about relieving time and the uh, negotiation of the money and stuff like that. One has to do a retention policy very strongly. Mm-hmm. Okay, these are the two points. I would like to see the changes. If that happens, whatever we are talking today,
3: that's worth that's worth for us.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you,
3: Anisa. Shelly. Yeah. So, I firstly, though, I would like to appeal to all the CHROs, to all the leaders in organizations, to please understand that you know, women are not merely a uh, uh, you know working for pocket money you know, for some, they are breadwinners of the family. So please let us let us not be taken so lightly. We are coming here to work. Okay, you have, yes, some have pedigrees in in, in, in India, especially, you know, girls have it tough. For example, I mean, lot many of us don't get to study. So people who've invested in terms of years of experience or, you know, doing intermittent programs in between to keep pace, you know, with, with education, nurture them. Give them the opportunity and they are really going to work wonders for you. So do not take for granted that, you know, somebody's coming to work means that she's just come to work. I mean, I've been told by many, hai, yaar? Pocket ke kaam karte ho. Now uh, it's not right to assume. And secondly, I think all women, um, uh, I take uh, women's day as, as a very important day in our lives. and That's the reason why we all are here, aren't we? Let's empower other women, let's stand up for them, let's hold her hand and especially the leaders. I think let's let them all come forward and say, okay, fine, you know, you have the adequate skill sets, come let me do, see something and you know, let's hold each other's hand. Right.
0: So, yeah. Thank you so much, Shelly. Soumya?
2: Or appeal to the world? Appeal to the world, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, no, (laughs) I think, no, no, I I have felt uh, from my experience sitting in the US and also looking everywhere because um, I work cross-culturally as well, that um, please, I think the appeal is not to make... um, women issues and women, uh, you know, sexual harassment or sexual harassment issues as a as a broader term, don't just make it bound to a day or a week or um, an event or a movie event or discussion. Um, I think if we want to see momentum and some uh, things that are going to happen as hard facts is going to happen if leadership takes it as a top down strategy. Uh, these things have to be a part of their organizational strategy. However big or small you are, unless you're not putting that—that that you have, you want to invest into having employee resource groups for women, or employee resource groups for intergenerational uh, conversations or intergender conversations, those things will not move. People, people are. People, people make the culture of the workplace, not the other way around, right? You could yeah. be live, having the best buildings and the best location. But if you have people who are unhappy and not, they're not going to be engaged, they will not be bringing their 100% to the work. And that will show in your quarterly report eventually. And so I feel that it has to come beyond come from top down it has to come as a strategy and it should, sh- and it will show up, it will show up. Gone are the days where people would just put it in the annual report, the corporations will put it, the last paragraph is, so oh, we also did a coffee chat on women uh, empowerment. No, the, the, I think that's gone are the days. And to start up with people like you who are representing uh, Gen Z, I think it's gone. I mean, this is, we are moving forward from this. And so we have to have more conversations and more data that shows that these conversations actually matter and show in the strategy as a uh, profit-making initiative and not just a last paragraph, we did this on Women's Day. So that's essentially what I want to say. Well
0: said, Soumya. Thank thank you. you. And to the Gen Z now, Sitara, what's your
2: appeal?
5: I just have one small correction, I am also from the millennial generation <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, okay, you are somewhere the mix
0: of millennial and LBNZ and Yes, but yes. <laughs> I work with <laughs> him the youngest, okay, the youngest in the lot right,
5: yes. the youngest in the lot Yes, uh, so I have two appeals First of all uh, I think every woman is inspired by one woman in her life that she goes uh, you know meets in my case it's my mom. I've always looked up to her and if I am a strong girl today I you know should thank my mom. so like this I appeal every woman out there to inspire woman, uh, women around you because it, it's only we who can do that to each other, we can't look at anyone else to support us as, or help us out so please keep aside the, the hierarchy that you are in or keep aside the system that you are asked to follow keep aside uh, the egos that you have and please understand that we are all women experiencing battles Of we are all lying in the same spectrum with different uh, you know dimensions that's it so we women have to stand together, this is one appeal and secondly, we wouldn't be in this situation if there was something called as an awareness about the law about posh law, about law that is pertaining to women and the fact that women can stand up and uh, you know fight the law so I appeal education system to set aside some time you know it's not just about telling kids about good touch and bad touch but to also tell them that this is the law and people can be you know held against their actions if they do this so, normalize the fact that you can come up there and appeal to the government and you will get justice. So, people need to know that there are laws like this. So, these things are supposed to be imbibed in the education system and both genders need to know this. It's not just women because men also need to understand they also have women in their family. So, these two are the only appeals that I have. Thank you so much once again for the amazing Thank opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you. I am truly thrilled. I'm
0: feeling empowered, I am feeling you know there is a sense of power that is in the positive way where your mind is saying that yes good things can happen when good people come together the entire movement of hashtag v 2 aims at bringing all the women together who can talk about it, who can inspire each other, who can support each other and definitely take this movement to the next level where we see change happening on the ground floor You know in the offices where we where we can experience that yes there is a change which is coming up the change is not about somebody becoming different the change is not about a human being completely transforming into who we think he or she should be the change is about the authorities the flag bearers the torch bearers taking the right steps to correct the system i think we all are talking about the right steps to be taken so that the system supports the women the system supports the corporate culture the system supports the growth in the most conducive environment uh, i keep i mentioned this to everyone and i would want to end it with that and that's a hard hitting line for everyone who's watching this we have blamed bollywood industry for casting couch I strongly believe it's not just about that one couch. There is a job couch, there is a promotion couch, there is a survival couch. There are many kinds of couches that are existing in all the industries. And once the government, the authorities, as well as the fact bearers and the torch bearers, the CHROs of the organization will take cognizance of what we are speaking today. And I request through all of you, all the women who want to share their experiences to take this platform and just it's a it's a campaign on linkedin it can go on any other platform tomorrow feel free to write use the hashtag v 2 and let's create a movement where we are feeling empowered by sharing because i truly believe that sharing is real caring thank you so much everyone thank you for being here and i look forward to a beautiful world ahead of us thank you thank you thank you
4: thank you very much thank you.
0: And now this is my appeal time, you all heard the story of Shelly and Anisa. please let us come together and help and refer them for bringing their confidence back in the corporate world. One success at a time, I request all the honourable CHROs and all the HRs and the business leaders out there, you heard them speak. Through V2 platform, let us try to help them get their foothold back into the career. I appeal to National Commission of Women and all authorities to take cognizance of such ground realities and help women. I appeal to each one of you watching this panel discussion today who has seen on this women's day let us make meaningful help and difference in the life of our friends, family members or even colleagues. If you are aware of people who have gone through such traumatic experience give them the courage to stand up and speak for themselves. Share their story. Use the hashtag hashtag B2 and find closure we all are here to make a difference we all have come together to make a difference and yes we will make a difference if we all come together it is quite possible and when women support other women magic happens hashtag v2 welcomes all the stories and experiences in life the real life stories to come together and create a meaningful difference in the corporate world of India I'm looking forward to a lot of stories to come and experiences to come to create the difference that we want to happen Thank you